Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. I am so glad to be back with you live. You know, we've had a little bit of uh, stuff going on over the holiday season. We moved houses and all, all good stuff, you know, mostly. But um, uh, it's good to just be back in front of the microphone and talking to you live. And I appreciate that you're here listening in and giving us some of your time today as we talk to you about how you can live as a thriving entrepreneur. Just think about that word. I mean, the reason why I love the word thriving is because even while you say it, it sounds like something, you know? There are certain words. Um, one of my favorite German words is the word ausgezeichnet. Doesn't that just sound awesome? It means excellent, you know? And ausgezeichnet. I mean, try saying it. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, if you've ever seen the movie Elf, it's like Francisco. It's fun to say. Um, <laughs> you know, but seriously, the word thriving. You know, you, you can't even say the word thriving in a depressed way, you know? Um, I, yeah, I'm really thriving today. You know what I mean? Who, who, who could do that? <laughs> um, I know I can't, um, you know, and so I really do appreciate being part of your journey as you move forward and you learn how to thrive as an entrepreneur. You can live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. And so now here's the thing. Um, you know, I think some people have heard that and said, well, how is it possible to live every day of my life as a thriving entrepreneur? Um, and here's the secret. Thriving in life does not mean perfection. Doesn't mean that things don't come up, that mistakes don't happen, um, you know, that family members get sick uh, or you even yourself get sick. You can still thrive because thriving is a mindset. And it starts by being aware of who you are, how amazing you are, and then really embracing that. All too often, we have become experts at all of the negative stuff about ourselves, and we have become amateurs, if not vacated, from the position of being our own cheerleader of seeing how great we are. So I want to be here today to remind you, you are awesome. You are amazing. There's greatness inside of you. You have beautifulness. I want you to look in a mirror if one's close. Look at it for a minute and call yourself beautiful. For some of you, You've, you've gotten in touch with yourself and, and you understand that you do have an innate inner beauty. For others of you, honestly, that's probably going to be the first time you've ever called yourself beautiful. And 
And I want you to really take that to heart, to really begin to embrace yourself as the beautiful individual that you are, that you're strong, you're resilient. There are so many things in our life that we define ourselves by, and successes are some of them. But, you know, like the intro says, the intro says, talks about their struggles and victories. I don't know anybody, in fact, I can just tell you, nobody in this life comes out unscathed. We all have issues. Um, you know, for some people, the things they deal with are so horrendous that when we hear about them, uh, you know, it, it's almost impossible for our minds to take them in because there's so much more than what we have a frame of reference to understand what that would be like. But yet, for other people, uh, they look at what we've gone through that same way. Um, you know, whether you're talking about your experiences in life or um, your skill set in life, it really is true that, you know, there are people that are 5, 10, 15, 20 steps ahead of you. There are also people that are 5, 10, 15, 20 steps behind you. And that's why it's so important to share our message because within your struggles and then your come out, your come out from into the victory. And so you don't have to have the full victory. You don't have to be, um, you know, you don't have to win the Olympic decathlon to be an amazing runner. In fact, if you've never ran before in your life, that's amazing too, to just take that first run. If you've never walked before in your life, to take that first step. You know, we, we herald it when little children do it. But I think a lot of times in the things in our life, we stop doing that. We stop heralding our successes because they're so small compared to, uh, you know, walking on the moon. You know, I just took a walk. You know, I just took one step. But yet, you know, think about, those of you that have children, I'm, I know you'll remember this. Think about how amazingly incredible it was when that child took that first step. Yeah, it's one of those memories that's etched in your mind. And for those of us that are old enough that our child's first step happened before we had cameras at the ready on our phones. Um, you know, you like me probably wish, man, I wish I would have had a smartphone then. Um, you know, with all of your kids often, you know, you're like, hey, I should just leave a camera on them all the time because you just never know when they're going to say something absolutely hilarious that needs to be shared with the world forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and so those are the kind of things as parents that we're experts at celebrating. You know, our kids wins. Uh, you know, the child brings home, uh, you know, one of those kindergarten where they put the, the paint on their hand and they slap their hand on the on the paper, you know, kind of artwork and, um, you know, that kind of thing where they just, it's amazing each little thing they do. And I want us to learn today to start celebrating ourselves, to see ourselves as beautiful. No, no normal parent, uh, regular parent. I know there are some parents that are really off, so I'm not going to say no parent in the world, but, uh, no normal, normal, regular parent, um, ever sees their child as, as ugly. 
Um, you know, we've seen them make ugly faces and, you know, ooh, can you see what they did? But, I mean, we don't look at them. We see them as beautiful. When that child's born, we look at them and we see the wonderful radiant potential that is this newborn life. And I encourage you today to learn how to, to begin to learn how to. You don't have to do it overnight, but just begin to learn how to see the beautiful radiant individual that was born into this world that you see looking back at you in the mirror every time you look at it. Because you are beautiful. You are resilient. You have triumphed through things. You have an opinion. It has value. And now is your time to learn how to be 100% you. And guess what? Just by simply doing that, just being you, that's what it means to live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. See, that's why I say that I want to just help you learn how to live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Think about that. Embrace thriving. Really be the kind of person who invites thriving in and allows it to be part of their life. There's such a short distance between happy and sad, and those aren't exactly the right words, but you know, you got the idea there. Um, between good and bad, happy and sad, it's such a such a thin difference, you know? You can go from having the worst today and then have your favorite song play on the radio and feel yourself elevated, not just, you know, not just a little bit, but physically, emotionally, depending on, you know, who you are, a lot of times even spiritually, that one song can just change your whole day, you know, that kiss from your spouse or the embrace of a loved one or, um, you know, your dog looking cute or your baby smiling up at you or, you know, a child crawling up into your lap and cuddling with you. All of those kind of amazing things can take a day that seemed impossible and revolutionize it. And what we need to now learn how to do is to, on our own, take that day and flip it on its head to learn how to thrive in those struggles knowing that they're going to lead to victories. I applaud you because you are resilient. You've been through some stuff. Unless you're about eh, five or six minutes old, which means that you probably don't understand what you're listening to, (laughs) you have been through some stuff. Whether it be, um, you know, the first neonatal um, exam or um, it be, uh, you know, your first diaper change. There's some stuff you've been through. And there are some of the things that I know some of you listening have been through that I don't want to make you feel like I'm making light of them. I know they were huge. I know they were a big life-altering Situation, But what I also know is your past does not equal your future. And as big of a deal as that was, and as much as it shapes who you now are, now is your time to move on. Because the past does not equal the future. What has been 
can't be changed. What may be going on right now may be something that you need to evaluate. And the future, it literally is wide open. It's time for us to all make a choice, to learn how to believe in ourselves, to communicate with the people around us in a brilliant and awesome way, and to celebrate our own lives as a thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. You're listening to Thriving Entrepreneur, and today I'm so excited to announce that we've got a couple of new best-selling authors that I get the opportunity to be able to share with you, to help you up-level your own life just a little bit, and to live a little bit more today as a thriving entrepreneur. This is exciting stuff. I'm really looking forward to it. So let's jump right into our first author and talk about things that can change your life and make you live more as a thriving entrepreneur. You are great. You have the power of greatness in you. But do you believe it? That's really the question, isn't it? We're joined today by best-selling Samson to talk about the power to believe in your greatness, a story of triumph. Hi, Erica. How are you today? I'm well, Steve. Yes, I'm... Yes, yes. I am um, honored. Well, we really appreciate having you with us, and we're, you know, excited about your book having become a bestseller. Yes. Bestseller, wow. That's still hard to believe, but yes. I know, isn't it great? It is. It really is. Like, I'm like, bestseller, really? Wow. I feel very humbled and very honored. Um, to just hear that, you know. Well, and now for the rest of your life, um, you are and always will be a best-selling author. Wow. My heart is like, it just get the beat, for real. <laughs> yeah, it really is the fun part of our job is getting to tell people, hey, you're a best-selling author. I know. Mm. Best-selling author. So, mm-hmm. believing in your greatness, um, I know a lot of us sometimes struggle with with that. So, talk to us a little bit about yourself 
and uh, how you came to believe in your own greatness. Wow. <clears throat> well, actually, um, I remember about uh, two, about almost three years ago, you know, I told my husband, I said, I, I think I, you know, I think I want to write and I want to speak. And um, I know that it's a reason why I have experienced so much loss and so much pain. And, um, of course, having pain and, you know, um, experiencing losing loved ones. And, um, you know, as I talk about in the book, being in a broken relationship, um, my self-esteem went down very low. And even, I mean, it was just beyond the scope of my reality just to think that there's a seed of greatness that's inside of me. But along with, you know, the help of other people and predestined appointments, I believe that um, it was a whisper to me that um, God wanted to heal my heart. You know, he wanted to heal my heart, and he wanted me to um, do greater things in this world. And I began to believe that. Um, and with a lot of forgiveness and a, a lot of um, just self-evaluation, a lot of prayer, a lot of um, just making sure that, you know, I'm, I'm looking to gratitude, you know, and just not looking to gratitude, but just really adapting the attitude of gratitude. And it, it helped me. It, it helped me tremendously. And just thinking about all the people that I lost along the way, you know, just the lessons that they taught me while they were here on this earth. So I totally believe now that everyone is here for a reason. And everyone has greatness within them. You just have to tap into it. So I'm not sure if that answered the question, but there it is. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's been some good times, been some bad times, like all of us have in life. Um, right. But uh, at the end of it, you feel like you've really come out to a place of triumph. Um, can you cast a vision for people who they're in the midst of a storm right now, and they maybe don't remember what triumph looks like? Can you help them? you know, kind of see and know what that even means? Yes, yes, absolutely. When you're in a storm, um, I, I just, I'm visualizing being in a storm, you have your umbrella, and the wind is blowing, and the rain is gushing, or the snow, whatever it may be, it's hard to see. It's hard to see any you know, maybe the road ahead, you know, it's very hard to see if you're driving in it. It's very hard to see um, the light at the end of the tunnel because you're in the storm, you're in it. But you have to keep on driving through the storm in order to see the other side, what is there ahead. And it's so funny because I heard the story not too long ago that a man was driving and, um, or a young lady was driving. I'm not sure if it was a man or a young lady. And they were on the phone. Um, and 
and and and the person that was on the other end of the phone was saying to the person, just keep driving. And they're like, well, there's a lot of cars that are stopping on the road, <laughs> you know, in the storm, they're just stopping. And um, I'm not sure if I should keep driving. So the person on the other end said, well, just keep driving, just, just keep driving, keep going, keep going. To make a long story short, eventually they drove out of the storm. Right, and the person that was on the other end of the phone, he said, "So what do you see now?" I see sunlight. I see it's clear. The clouds are clear. And he said, "Look back. What do you see?" I said, "Well, I see the storm." And he said, "Yeah." And what do you think about all the other people that stopped stopped in the storm? They're still there in the storm. So I say that to say, and that was very powerful to me because I just thought, wow, in the midst of the storm, you don't see any goodness because you're in it. So you have to keep on driving. You have to keep on pushing so that you can come out of the storm. You can't stop in the storm. You got to keep on moving forward. So even when... Steve, I felt like when my mom died, and that was hard, and I couldn't see anything else but losing my mother at the tender age of 26 years old. And I know that at that time I needed my mommy, you know, being 26, just out of college, not far along away from graduating from college. I just knew I needed my mother. So I couldn't see any hope. I, it was hard. It was, you know, I felt lost. I felt like my biggest fan just left the earth. Now, who would be my cheerleader? Who would love me the way that a mom would love, you know? Who would give to me? Who understands? And I remember her words to me. And this is one of the things that got me through. Just the, the, the wall that I was hitting after losing her. Her words to me, she said to me, one day I was, and I talk about this in a book, one day I was braiding her hair, we were at the hospital singing songs, and, you know, and she just stopped me, and she looked at me, and as if she was looking right through me, she said, darling, you love God, don't you? And I was puzzled, and I was shocked that she she asked that question, question and I was, wasn't sure where she was going with it. And I said, well, yes, I started, I was like, yes, I do. And she said, good, I always prayed for my children to love God. Words are powerful. Words can change the trajectory of your life. And her words helped me through one of the toughest times, one of the toughest times of my life, and that was burying her and saying goodbye to her on this earth. So when you're in the midst of a storm, when it's hard, when you have pain and hurt, you can't see any good. It's hard to see because you're in it. 
Or maybe you just coming out of it. So you don't see what's on the other side. So I'm saying to all of you that are listening, you know, pain is there. Hard times are there. Storms are there. But look beyond it. And just keep pushing, keep pressing. And any words that someone said to you, because I believe words are, like I said, very powerful. Like my mom's words helped me. But any time if someone says something to you that resonated within your soul, within your spirit, that will help you through it, hold on to it. Hold on to it and just keep driving, keep walking, and push through. So, yes, that's what I would tell folks, you know, just to get on the other side and just triumph and have relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of really great stuff about uh, resilience and coming through and that kind of stuff in the book. Um, and, of course, a person needs to get the book in order to be able to get all of that. But uh, to leave them with something that they could take action on right now, what is the thing that a person could take action on right now to help them move from wherever they are to a place of triumph. Hmm. One of the things that helped me, Steve, because even now, you know, you know, at, you know, after writing the book, I still have challenges that that I'm faced with daily. You know, um, and but when you're one of the things that helped me, it helped me then, and it's helping me now. It's to, it's to stop and take a moment and realize that there's something, something to be grateful for. Because I believe that gratitude shifts things in the atmosphere for you. So if you can take one moment just to write down Five things, five things that you're grateful for. It'll help in the moment. And maybe that may be tough to find it because you're in the midst of what you're going through. But just sit there until you come up with five things that you're grateful for. And then the other thing, one more, let me just say this. You know, one time I heard that, you know, well, I heard, yeah, I used to hear that we're body and we have a spirit, right? But truly, we're spirit occupying a body. And that's what's in, when you're inspired, inspiration. You're in spirit, right? So you begin to see yourself and look inside yourself. You know, in the book, I talk about an acronym that I created. PAIN, P-A-I-N, is the acronym for pay attention in word now. 
what is your true self saying to you? And just know that you are bigger, you are greater than whatever circumstance that you are in right now. And look at yourself in the mirror and you say that to yourself. I am a spirit being. You know, I'm greater than anything that I'm going through right now. It's funny, I saw this. Yeah, I saw this young lady. I don't even know her name. I'm going to look her up, though. But she didn't have any legs. She didn't have, she just had a head. A head. And I'm, I'm not sure what other organs, I'm not sure what the, what she was diet, what she's diagnosed with. But this woman, and they had to carry her in a bowl. I don't know if you heard of that story. But they had to carry her in a bowl somewhere in South Africa. And and her family would chip in to help her out. And they, they spent a whole lot of money trying to see what it was, trying to get her help. And they didn't have much. But anyway, just to hear her story, this woman who couldn't walk, nothing, just a head and probably, you know, just the upper part of her body. Um, she still was thinking, how could I help people? How could I give? How could I? I want to start a business. And I say that to say this, that no matter what, no matter what life throws at you, no matter if you have disabilities, no matter if you have mental disabilities, whatever it may be, that you're here for a reason. You're here for a reason and just begin to just look inside because she didn't focus on her body and what she couldn't do. But what was speaking was her soul, her spirit is calling out to her for her to do something. And you have something that you are put on this earth to do. So paying, pay attention inward now, inward now. Be grateful, grateful, and you're here for a reason. <laughs> the yeah. Believe in your greatness. A story of resilience and triumph by Erica Darlene Sampson, an international best-selling book, and uh, I hope you will pick it up on Amazon today. Erica, thanks so much for spending. Yeah, Steve. Thank you. Thank you so much. I thank you and your entire team. Um, so grateful. So grateful just to have this opportunity and to be able to um, get the help from KID, K-I-D-D Marketing, to help me to produce this book um, because I need a help. I need a help. And um, I believe that uh, God placed you guys right in the midst of our lives at this present time for it to be on the shelf. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Yes. You are welcome. It's always great to have somebody on the show to remind us the power that resides in believing in ourselves and in knowing and understanding that you are great. You have resilience and you have triumphed through many things and that now you are a better person. And that you're going to live as a thriving entrepreneur because 
you've come through and you're now even better for it. So celebrate you. Spend some time this commercial break hashtagging thriving entrepreneur and tell people I'm excited that I get to do. Okay? I'm excited that I get to do. And then put what you get to do in the world. I get to raise my children. I get to live with my wife. I get to affect people. I get to help make people best-selling authors. Whatever your reality is, post. I'm excited that I get it too. And hashtag thriving entrepreneur. We'll be right back. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur, and I hope that as you're listening today, you are finding secrets and insights in how to live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. You deserve it. You're worth it. And now is your time to really, truly embrace it. I really, really hope that you will uh, take that to heart and go with it. This next interview, I am so delighted to be able to bring to you. Um, You know, the thing about it is, is that life has its challenges. Uh, Many of you that know us well know that Kathy and I spent the month of January because of some, you know, issues both between Maya's chemo and different things. We were in, we ended up in a hotel for a month. Um, I don't say that as a complaint or a problem. We feel blessed that we were able to stay there as opposed to other options while we were, you know, finding and, and getting a new place. So I have no problem with that, Um, you know, but it creates its own challenges. And sometimes I got to do recordings in very quiet environments and other times I was outside and, you know, got to have a little bit of nature involved in the interview Um, and it adds its own personality. Um, I was just so excited to have this interview. I could not hold it back any longer and I've been waiting to have my computer set back up so I could share this with you. From the second that I heard about it, I was interested. I was all in. Um, And I'm so glad that she chose uh, to work with us to help her make a bestseller. Um, Join with me in welcoming Tiffany. How are you today? I'm great, Steve. How are you? I'm doing good. Now, I apologize. I didn't try to say your last name because I knew I was going to mess it up. (laughs) No problem. It's Okafor, but if you are Nigerian, you may pronounce it Okafor. Okay. <laughs> so Tiffany Okafor to make it easy. All right. Well, we'll just go with Tiffany. 
So the name of your book, I was gonna tell, I was gonna spill the beans, but it's so powerful that you've got to be the one to tell everybody what is the name of this book. The name of the book is Bitchy. <laughs> everybody, you're gonna love this book. So explain to people um, how you decided to write a book um, about how to be bitchy, basically. <laughs> yeah. No problem. It This was super organic and it started from um, a YouTube video that, that I did called How to Be a Bitch. And I was really just thinking about women and how often, you know, sometimes people call us that, you know, not everyone, but every time I've heard someone call someone else a bitch, it's always been because that person took a stand for themselves. They made a definitive choice for themselves. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to flip this word, this word bitch and make it into something empowering because it is, it is a great thing to be honest in your communication. So the word bitch, the acronym that I created for it, stands for a beautiful individual that communicates honestly and that's what it's all about how to communicate honestly with yourself and how to communicate honestly with everyone else <laughs> and i love the book um i love the title um but i love that you take a word um that you know we use probably too commonly <laughs> and really um you know really give some enlightenment to it um and, and give it some purpose so explain to people what what does it mean to be a beautiful individual that communicates honestly it means that you are first of all confident fully aware of what your strengths are and that's what you focus on that is where you focus where what your strengths are it also means that you are honest with yourself you allow yourself to have bad days because we all do but you know how to pick yourself back up it basically means that you are equipped with everything that you need to make your dreams come true and to have amazing loving relationships you are a woman who takes charge of your life and is excited about life 100 percent you got to say that one again but it's <laughs> okay to have bad days i mean how many sources have you read that make you feel bad because you had a bad day yeah i think especially in like this self-help space in the coaching space i think a lot of times a lot of us coaches and a lot of us authors and speakers, we try to be superheroes. We think that because we're teaching people how to improve their lives that we have to have it all together. And that's not true because we're human. And I think that it's, you know, it's important to allow yourself to have that bad day, but then also know that you can flip it and pick yourself right back up, you know? Absolutely. I think it's really key because um, I think that either we get stuck, you know, um, can't remember what movie it is, but um, Meg Ryan, I know, is the one that says it where, you know, we just, we have a bad day and we just swim in it until we get all pruney. Yeah. <laughs> um, or else we go Stepford, you know, we're like not allowed to have any bad days. And, and that's just not real. Nobody can, nobody can sustain that. Yeah, you know, trying to live on an 800 calorie a day diet forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that bad days are super important because in your bad day, 
it helped you are able to identify what it is that you don't like so that then you can go and make what you do like happen. You know, you won't know, you won't have that information. Like bad days give you good information. So give us an example of a time when a person really just should be a bitch. That's hard for me to answer because I think a person should be that all the time. <laughs> I think that because I think that we should always be that all the time. But in particular, um, one example is in relationships. I think that a lot of times when you are single and you go out on dates, some people can be so excited and ready for a partner that they settle for any person that comes into their lives and gives them a tiny bit of that is not being a bitch. <laughs> a bitch is fully aware of what it is that what, what it is that she wants and won't settle for anything less than that. Oh man, as you were saying that, it was reminding me of the first date Kathy and I had. <laughs> um, I well, no, seriously. About this. <laughs> well, because both of us were single parents, mm -hmm. um, you know, so we had small lives that, um, you know, we couldn't play around, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's one thing to just go out on a date with friends, you know, and have fun and stuff like that. But if we were going to be in a relationship, you know, it was a, it was a serious situation. Mm -hmm. And I remember our first date, we both basically took the, um, I'm going to throw the worst and the best of everything about who I am and what I think and feel and believe. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're still here by the end of this date, then, then this is a relationship worth pursuing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You guys were honest with each other from from jump. I love that. Yeah. So um, there are just so many things in the book. Um, and, of course, a person needs to pick it up in order to get all of the insights. But um, if you were to, uh, you know, think back to before you learned how to communicate uh, you know, that way, what would you say was the catalyst that helped you really truly learn how to communicate honestly yeah whoo i was a serial pushover <laughs> that's what i was i always wanted to make everyone else happy and i completely just did not think about my own happiness at all but i think um one event that kind of flipped that around for me uh not to get too deep but this is a little deep um is the passing of my mother she passed in 2014 and she was an amazing woman, but she was, she was very stressed. And she was someone who lived to make everyone else happy. And I think her passing and her just really reminded me that I didn't have to do that. That I could completely be honest with myself and be honest with other, the other people around me in a way that was graceful. <laughs> to make sure that I was happy first before I helped anyone else. That was really the turning point for me. Mm. That's good stuff because, um, you know, all too often, and I hate to say it, but especially women, I think a lot of times they don't feel like they're allowed to be honest, mm -hmm. let alone be themselves. You know, it's like there's this person that either my mom or whoever said that I'm supposed to be, and and then we chase our whole lives after somebody that isn't even who we are. Yeah. 
totally. And I mean, I think it starts with little messages that we receive when we're kids. Like, look at Barbie. Barbie is always smiling, right? <laughs> you never, her face is glued in a smile. And it's those kind of messages that we get as young girls. And we learn that we have to be that way. We have to be happy. We have to be caring. And we have to totally disregard our own happiness in order to make the people around us happy. And it's just not true. Yeah, absolutely. So for people that are listening, um, again, with all of the pieces of advice that are in the book, if you could recommend to them one thing, something that they could do right now um, after listening to this segment of the show, what's, a, what's an action that a person could take right now to start really communicating honestly? I think that one thing that they could do is to write down a list of people in their lives that they have something to say to some kind of conversation that they haven't had some unresolved issue i think that is a first step to write that down and to become aware of those areas in your life where you need to actually be honest with them i think that's the very first step Absolutely. I'd like you to talk about one other thing, um, and it's the first word in that acronym, and it has to do with beautiful. You know, you mentioned Barbie earlier, um, and talk about bad images that it starts off little girls with. Um, give people a really powerful definition of beautiful. I think beautiful is taking a look at yourself in the mirror and loving exactly who you see looking back at you in that mirror. That is beautiful. I like that. And I think, I, I hope that everybody listening has the ability to go look in the mirror and see that they are beautiful. Um, you know, as opposed to the other side of the thing where it's so easy to look in the mirror and see that thing that you'd like to change. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think especially we're at the beginning of the year, we all, you know, a lot of us have weight loss goals and things of that nature, but it's not about looking at yourself and saying, oh my gosh, look at all of this extra fat, I have to get rid of you. It's about looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, hey, I have a little extra to love, and you know what I'm going to do this year? I'm going to sculpt this thing, and I'm going to make this body the best thing it's ever been in my entire life. Like you can still love yourself while you're working towards sculpting yourself too, you know? Absolutely, I do. So if you could go back in time um, and you could give yourself advice, uh, and I'll let you pick when, you know, whether it's as a young girl or a young adult or whatever, um, what piece of advice would you give yourself? I think I would go back to my third grade year old self <laughs> because I've, I'm six foot one now, but I've always been extremely tall. And I would tell myself that your, your height and everything about you that everyone is saying is different or weird is the very thing that is going to allow you to stand out and shine. So stand in it and love it right now. That's good stuff. All right. So um, the book is called Bitchy. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can get it on Amazon. It is an international bestseller. It's an amazing book.
it is something that you absolutely have to pick up. And then I hope you will take the time to really learn how to uh, communicate properly. Now, Tiffany, if you could do me a favor and spell your last name for people so that they can find you on Amazon. Oh, for sure. The last name is Okafor and it's spelled O-K-A-F as in Frank, O-R, Okafor. Tiffany Okafor. The book is called Bitchy. It's available on Amazon. Get it now. You will be glad that you did. I hope that some of you will look at this as finally a guide to be the person that I want to be and to really claim who I am in my life so that I can live happy with peace of mind. What a great way to be able to experience life and to live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Doesn't that feel good? Doesn't it feel good inside? So I want you to uh, be bitchy here just for a minute. Hashtag again, thriving entrepreneur and share with us your beautiful communication honestly. Beautiful individual that communicates honestly. Communicate something to us honestly. Something that you've been holding back. I'm not going to put parameters on it. Usually I give you like a sentence, stem, but this time I just want you to say, you know, this is what I've been holding back and I'm going to communicate this honestly to the world. You do that, hashtag it thriving entrepreneur, and we will be right back. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because... It serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to this episode of Thriving Entrepreneur. I hope that you really do have a feeling now of how you can live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. To celebrate yourself. To see yourself as beautiful. And then see the traumas, the trials, the tribulations that you've been through as things that have just helped polish you to become the even more diamond that you are now. I don't know if you've ever seen a raw diamond before, but you know when they first come out of the ground, they're not that beautiful stone that you want and hope somebody gives you in a an engagement ring or that you know is mounted on whatever particular piece of jewelry you might want. But they work it and they chisel it. And after all of that work, there's this beautifully faceted thing. And here's the thing. The thing that makes diamonds valuable is the inclusions. It's, a, it's the things inside of it that 
are, you know, quirks, that are spots, that are, uh, you know, the different things, uh, the different colors of the diamond, all of those kind of things. And so it's really important that we understand that everything that we are, everything that we've been through, is just equaling us being of even more value. And if you can really embrace that, then you're really doing extremely well in your life. And that will help you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Um, I wish that there was some kind of secret bippity-boppity-boo I could do to you and everything in your life would always be perfect, but that's not real. But what you can do is you can thrive in the midst of everything you're in right now. And you can know that when it's dark outside, the sun is going to shine again. That it's ra- when it's raining or when it's snowing, as it is probably for some of you if you're listening live, that it's not going to be that way always. That there will be light. There will be clear skies. There will be sun and warm wind in your face again. And you will feel alive. I love so much helping people share their story with the world. Because you see, the thing about it is, is all of us have people we admire. Um, You know, for me, it goes such a wide gambit of people. You know, there's Dr. Joy, who um, I actually even replayed here recently. Um, You know, C.S. Lewis and some of those older gentlemen like that. That, um, you know, some of them I knew. C.S. Lewis, I didn't. Would have been awesome if I would have. But, you know, they poured themselves into my life without even really knowing sometimes how much they did. And I'm a better person because of it. Um, and, and then there are other people, um, you know, that throughout the course of my life um, that have made me the person that I am now. And I'm just so grateful for them. I'm thankful every day for those people that have been brought into my life and for the difference that they've made and, and helped me to be a better person. And here's where we all are. All of us have people we admire, we respect, people that have helped up-level us. But there's also that other group of people that are looking at you. They're looking at the things that you do and they're like, wow, that is amazing. How does that person do that? Again, as I said earlier in the show, you know, we look at little children and, um, you know, we celebrate all the little things. And we also see the awe and wonder in their lives and in their eyes. You know, wow, you're so amazing. You can tie shoes, (laughs) you know, and all those kind of things. And then as we get older, or as our children get older, whichever way you want to look at it, um, you know, we kind of lose that a little bit. We don't have anybody that's in awe and wonder of us. And so we forget that there are still people who are going through the very thing that we've gone through. You don't have to be at the end of your race because life isn't a destination. It's a journey. But where you are right now, you've come through some stuff. You've come through, and now that you're on the other side, you have wisdom, you have insight. And there's nothing that beats that wisdom. Now is your time to share it with the world. And the best way for you to do that is to join us at bestsellersguild.com. You need to share your story. Our hashtag that we use all the time is hashtag... Let's share your story. And you really, really are worth it. 
And so now I would really love to see you. If you aren't already a member, if you are, thanks for being part of our group. Come and join us at Best Sellers Guild. You go to bestsellersguild.com. Um, it's a free Facebook group. Just ask to join. We'll be glad to have you with us. There's more than 2,600 people that are in that group right now. And uh, you too can, um, you know, can just really begin the process of sharing your story with the world. To not just write a book. I mean, after all, if you're going to write a book, how about we write a bestseller? I have a bestseller that's going through my head right now, and I'd like to call it Life with Mocha. You know, you can probably hear in the background my little dog, and she's been in here this whole time while I've been doing the production of this show. And, you know, she's done. She wants to go outside and play and run. Um, you know, and that's that's kind of how it is. We, uh, we all have a story that's happening to us right in the moment that we're in. And it's those moments that we need to capture and share with the world. The good, the bad, the ugly, and how do we come out from it? You know, some of them are as easy as like with my little dog opening the door and taking her outside and letting her play. Others are, you know, things that you struggled and you went through. And that is valuable. It's worth it. And there's somebody that needs that information right now to be able to go from where they are through the struggle they're living in to a newer, better, brighter, a great place for them to live. So I encourage you, join us at bestsellersguild.com and let's tell your story. We want to share you with the world. We know you have an amazing message, something of so much value to share that the world needs to know. And we would love to be part of that journey with you. We want to, over the course of our lifetime, through all the different ways we do things, Kathy and I have a goal to help one million people become best-selling authors. It's a big goal, but we know we can do it because we're doing it together as a group. We're not just one individual going after something, but we're a community that loves each other, supports each other, and is there to help each one of us thrive in every day of our life because you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose and the world needs you. The first step in that journey towards becoming a best-selling author is as simple as joining us at bestsellersguild.com. Come into the free Facebook group. Make friends. Be part of the family. And very soon, before you know it, you'll find yourself writing, publishing, and marketing your book to bestseller. And then you can begin to start sharing with each people in the world how you are living every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? 
over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.